Hey guys, it's Christy. I don't really know what this is going to turn into, but you're welcome to join me along for the ride. Hi, me again. It has been a week. You know, this past year, 2020, has been tough on so many people. And so many people, even the strong ones, have found it a little more harder to go on. I am one of them. I don't know where it went wrong. I don't know what was the straw that broke the camel's back, but around August time, I found myself broken. COVID, Corona, everything that came with it, politics, losing the man who raised me, my grandfather, and one of my great, great girlfriends, Kelly, really just did me in. And I found myself experiencing anxiety in a way that I never knew was possible. My husband, he deals with anxiety a lot. And it was always something where I said, you know, I'm sorry, babe, but I while I feel for you, I can't relate to you. Um, while I'm sorry and I'm here to help in any way that I can, I don't know what you're going through on a personal level. Um, so I don't really know how to help unless you tell me. Now, I know. Now I have felt it. I have lived it, um, and I can say I don't wish it upon anyone. This year has strengthened some, but really worn down many others, and I am one of them. I'm doing better. Um, yeah, I'm doing better. I'm navigating. Navigating is the word that I've been using a lot when people ask how I am. Oh, I'm navigating. I, you know, I'm getting through. I'm taking whatever's thrown at me and, you know, handling it. But I'm honest, some days I'm navigating through some really crazy seas. And other times I don't even know why they're crazy or what's going on or why I'm feeling the way that I am. This week was one of those weeks. I just felt so unworthy and so unseen. I actually told a girlfriend of mine that I felt like God was keeping me on the back burner of a life. 
and he just was turning me up every so often so I would still simmer for him, but I was never actually good enough to be his main dish or good enough to be his first choice. He wanted me there and he kept teasing me and pulling me along, but nothing actually came to fruition. And um, while I don't have any answers or revelation in that yet, I do see that that thought is inaccurate. I was reading in John 4 this week. And it's talking about the Sumerian woman at the well. I found it interesting to learn that this is actually one of the longest dialogues that Jesus ever has recorded in scriptures. And he uses it to talk to an unclean and unworthy woman. I just so. I'm so grateful that he used it for that. And I have felt like the woman at the well so many times. He broke so many barriers talking to her. First, gender. He was a man. She was a woman. And you don't just approach women at a well. Second, social. He was a Jewish man speaking to a Sumerian woman. And then religious. He asked her for a drink. If she was Sumerian, she would be ceremonially unclean. And her water would be ceremonial unclean. Yet he took it. Because he didn't care that she was a woman. And he didn't care that she wasn't worthy in the eyes of others. And he didn't care that she was seen to be unclean. In fact, where is it? I think he says to her, um, He says to her, and first, uh, in verse 16, John 4, 16, he says, go and get your husband. She replies, I don't have a husband. Jesus says, you are right. You don't have a husband for you have had five husbands and you aren't even married to the one you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. It's that, that encounter that has her then Go back to her village and say, I met the Messiah and he knew the truth about me. 
something that she was probably trying to hide, something that she didn't want anyone else to know, something that she was ashamed of. She then went and declared it so that she could declare that he was truthful, that he was good, that he was all-knowing. He took her mess and he, one, used it to free her because, I mean, once Jesus knows our mess, there ain't nobody else we have to hide it from. Once he knows the nitty gritty crapola that we have gotten ourselves into, who else do we need to be ashamed of it with? And she went proudly declaring through the streets, this is what I am. This man knew it. He is a prophet. He is the Messiah. It just reminds me that Jesus knows where I am. He knows how I feel. He is with me. Even when I think I'm simmering on a back burner. He is seeking me. He is showing up, loving, supporting, claiming me. And I'm so grateful that he does that. He didn't come and say, put me on the biggest stage and give me the brightest lights and let me preach to all of the good and noble people came for sinners just like you and me. He came to crush the divide, to reach over the barriers, and to allow us to be seen for what we are and to remove the shame. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving me just where I am. Thank you for not spiting me when my emotions get the best of me and I call myself a back burner. Thank you for continuing to pursue and love. Thank you for holding me close. And thank you for stunting things that I'm not ready for, that you know I'm not ready for, but I think I am. Thank you for knowing better than I know. I put my trust in that. I put my trust in you. You who have started a good work will bring it to fruition. Just like I said the other night, that is off of my to-do list. Check. Because you've handled it. You've started it. You will finish it. I just need to be obedient. I thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Thank you for seeking out the Samarian woman and for seeking out me. 
I am so blessed by you. Love you.